0: Antibody Apparel is clothing that keeps you in mind. Keeping safety and health education at the forefront of their design. Antibody Apparel is made with love by a team of creatives and healthcare professionals who believe that conveying knowledge can empower the spirit through style and positivity. Antibody Apparel is all about quality, comfort, and style we can all depend on. So whether you need to be in a virtual meeting in 5 minutes or the dispensary in 10 Throw on some antibody gear and you're good to go. Antibody Apparel is an expression of science through art. Follow them on Instagram at Antibody Apparel or visit them online at antibodyapparel.co. Welcome to the pot smoking moms podcast. I'm Sunny D along with my homegirl captain J.
1: Hello. hello.
0: <laughs> it's kind of weird because we're uh, zooming it in this one. So that was a little late there, but that's cool. We roll with the punches. If this is your first time here, thank you so much for spending your time with us and letting us assault your ears. Please um, rate, subscribe, share, be friends with us. You know, if you're into the podcast, if you dig it, our website's PotsmokingMoms.com. Everything is there. Even our Patreon, which you can be a part of. You can contribute to the show. Um, So please check out our website. What are you smoking today, Jay?
1: I got some Northern Hash Plant, an indica from True Leaf, coming in at nineteen percent.
0: I got my minis today, and they were really low on the THC percentage. Um, but I got I'm doing Mandarin Dreams right now.
1: Oh, that one's like a thirteen, fourteen, right?
0: It's fifteen, yeah. Mm. Uh, so yeah, last time I
1: went over on there, I still got it because it's my favorite.
0: Yeah, it's it's still good stuff. Um, so if you have something, I, I hope you um, light up and enjoy with us. Oh, we're twinsies today. Cheers. <laughs> I was contemplating smoking that. Mm. God, Mandarin Dreams taste so good. Always. I know. It's, it, always, it always. I was like itching to hit that before we started recording. We're
1: both hitting our twin bongs today.
0: Our little bubblers. Our little courtesy of mrs mom gang boy a mom gang bubblers so um i i want to start off the conversation today uh by um kind of bringing it to that tiktok video that blew up a little bit um and then the comments and stuff we started an interesting conversation i didn't really want to address it on tiktok because i didn't want to like you know pull that person we already did enough damage to Veronica. I didn't need to pull. Poor
1: Veronica.
0: <laughs> I mean, listen. I don't say poor Veronica because ella se lo busco. She was looking for trouble and she found it, and she sounded kind of ridiculous. But anyways, then we got into an interesting conversation, which it was it was a kid. It had to be a younger person because they brought up weed versus alcohol. And the comment they yeah. made, we actually posted it on Instagram. And we got so many good responses from you guys. We're actually going to read some of them. But the comment was that was made was, I put y'all in the same category as alcoholic parents. This is not as cool as you think it is. And uh, later on, she goes on to say, it's still a mind-altering substance. In the perspective of most kids, no one wants to be around a high or drunk parent. So I didn't want to, you know. I mean, I didn't want to like take anything away from this person's experience. I mean, they might have experienced a neglectful parent, um, but I wouldn't attach the marijuana to the neglectful parent. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, a lot of times people make these ridiculous comparisons, and it's speaking out of, you know, it's 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 out of a place where they don't know any better. They're not educated, and they it's it's ignorance basically. Um, And we actually brought it up and talked to um, our guest who you'll hear on later on in the show, Amy Mothercraft. We also brought it up to her and got her perspective on it. Um, But what do you think, Captain J? Uh, Weed versus alcohol. Do you think they're one and the same? Do you think they should even be compared?
1: I think they're completely different and you can't compare them at all. Um, yeah. People want to compare them because they're like, Hey, you know, alcohol is this much worse and it's legal and people legalize. them. Uh, sorry. Compare them in that way. Yeah. Because they, one is legal they,
0: and one is illegal.
1: Yeah. Like why can alcohol be legal and not, and not weed. But as far as um, the commenter on this, you know, maybe they're speaking, like you said, just from their one experience, maybe, They had a pothead parent that was also maybe more into other drugs and alcohol and it was a mix of things. But again, that's not because of the weed. That's this kid's uh, experience. Um, And, you know, they probably in plus whatever they hear at school, you know, they say at school how it's a gateway drug and all these things. And you can't compare it to alcohol. You're not impaired like the way you are with alcohol. Um, I can't drink very much and I'm already... (laughs) waste <laughs> i guess that's tolerance too but i just they're completely different they're completely different. yeah i
0: think they're completely different i don't think that when i just don't think they can be compared um a couple of comments <clears throat> um a lot of people kind of a lot of people agreed um la photographuse. i don't know um said totally different situation alcohol is a mind and behavior altering substance our friend Pa had mom. Oh, well, it all rolls back to this one. So we had um, a marijuana mom four says, I grew up with an alcoholic mother. I have no idea how people can even try to compare the two. So then exactly. a couple. Huh?
1: I said exactly.
0: Yeah. So then a couple people chimed in um, agreeing with her. Someone else. Uh, Ariel smokes seaweed says same here. It's wild to me that pot still has such a bad rap. And then pothead mom even went on to say, um, same. My father is still an abusive alcoholic. Definitely definitely not the same as when he smokes. And then this was interesting.
1: Huh? Go ahead. I was going to say, and even when she mentioned about uh, pharmaceutical drugs, that's mind-altering. And everybody's fine with, like, your antidepressant drugs or, like, mom that, like, takes a Xanax or something like that.
0: Yeah. Right, like, what is the difference? Like, get into the specifics of that, too, as well, you know.
1: Zoloft, coffee, nicotine, even a hug for longer than 30 seconds can be mind-altering. Right,
0: exactly. Exactly. Oh, that's right. That was a separate comment that, that she made. her yeah. mom, too. Yeah. <laughs> Then there was a uh, bear dot wired said comparing weed to alcohol doesn't take into consideration the mind altering substances we take for granted in our everyday lives. This could be like you said, see, like uh, Pahed Mama said, this could be any medication prescribed by a doctor as no one knows how their body, including mind, interacts and reacts with those chemicals, foods as well. And without going into a debate about organic GMO whole processed, or synthetic foods I believe we all have one or two we will always turn into pleasure without acknowledging the physiological effects it may have yeah I I eat a lot of garbage food so I'm sure that also
1: way worse food in my body than... right <laughs> I mean the we can contribute to that <laughs> to putting some of that bad food in my body
0: right <laughs> yeah Honestly, I, it's exactly just like when they do the comparison for the for the vaccine. I'm like, well, I've I've done I've consumed way worse. Uh, growing home, growing homeo Kanigan said my father-in-law was an abusive alcoholic who died in his 50s from blood poisoning because he destroyed his liver. He begged my husband and the other siblings to stay away from alcohol and get into cannabis instead. My husband nearly followed in his dad's footsteps, but cannabis helped him get out of the very vicious cycle. And now our son will have a happy, healthy, emotionally competent male role for many years to come. And we're going to start a cannabis farm one day to provide healing benefits to others. I mean, look.
1: Exactly. That's. It's helping people exit. Right. It's helping people recover from alcohol. It's helping people recover from opioids. It's completely different. It's helping people stay away from those things. And that's the thing is that, It kind of bothers me, you know, with alcoholism and when when you go to recovery and you do the whole 12-step program, you're supposed to give up everything and they don't agree with you smoking marijuana. Mm -hmm. You can't be in the program and technically be smoking weed. You're supposed to give up everything. Right. That could help people and it's helped so many people stop.
0: Yeah. It's true. Oh, somebody else here, Knickknack3122 says she always compares it more to coffee than alcohol. And I've heard that comparison yeah. as well
1: that's a more fair comparison yeah
0: I so uh, melissa uh, i know she she listens to the podcast uh, as well very often melissa aaron 0805 says complete ignorance it's medicine nothing like alcohol it's no different than someone taking a prescribed pill to help with their anxiety depression ptsd et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. yeah and i mean it's I, you know, it really is and, ignorant. Really I mean, that, that has to, that sums it down. It really does sum it up. I, that's why, And that's why I also think that was somebody who was a younger person. But, you know, it still goes to show they're being taught this. So
1: Exactly. And until they live their life and they actually smoke a joint themselves <laughs> wow. or yeah. meet somebody for real that, that smokes weed, um, they're probably not going to get it. I, I haven't had a chance to read all these comments. I read most of them, but... I was just going through them again now, and I see some even our friends. Oh our my friends
0: gosh! Yes, here. some of our friends. I I really love like
1: our s- personal friends from like forever. Yeah, I
0: I really do Bye. like a couple of things they that they said and so supportive. Monica said some really nice things there too. It it was amazing. This I'm so glad yeah. this post got so much attention. I yeah. Really, really good post. Um, It was a really good conversation. There's so many good comments on that post.
1: So if you haven't already seen the post or you don't really follow Instagram mostly, you want to go in and see. um, We have a good conversation here about it. and We got a lot of feedback from all sorts of different people.
0: Yeah, and we'll talk with Amy later on. You'll get to hear her take on it. And she had an interesting take. (laughs) She was talking about how she she had to have encounters with her drunk parents. Often, and she was just annoyed by that. <laughs> <laughs> so, 420 oh is God. coming up. We don't really have any solid plans. I feel a little lost this year. It's, it's, it's interesting. I feel like there's a lot going on. So, yeah, um,
1: it's coming up quick, and we have nothing planned other than releasing a podcast episode on that day instead of on the 21st. Yeah. Or, or doing a bonus episode. Maybe we could just do that bonus. Thing on the 20th,
0: we'll figure it out, yeah. And then, um, uh, Sarasota's happening for sure. Uh, uh, August, listen to me, April 24th, next weekend. I know, not this weekend, right? Next, yeah, I know. How crazy is that? Um, we got our, but we got our shit together for that. That's whatever, we're gonna have fun at least with that,
1: yeah. And
0: hang out with some of you guys. Hopefully, if you haven't heard yet, um, April 24th, Saturday, Sarasota Fairgrounds. It's 420 Fest. Uh, Look it up online. I think tickets are really cheap. And, I mean, it's going to be nice. There's going to be live music. It's outdoors. So, it will be very fun. We'll be there. You get to meet us if you like. And then May 8th, if you're a patron, we will be having a Zoom sesh. So, please stay tuned for the announcement on that (laughs) As soon as we remember to post it we will on the page on the page
1: on on the patreon
0: we got a couple little um delicious little bites to drop on the patreon so hopefully we can um upload those soon life gets so crazy man with the two little two little ones
1: yeah we have a lot going on
0: yeah man but we're moms he,
1: too. we're not just pot- <laughs> I
0: know. I had. I, we went to the dispensary. T- I went to the dispensary today, and um, the tender taking care of me was like, "Oh, influencer. That seems like an like a cool little cool job." And I was just like, "Girl, it's a lot harder than you think. Like, we. It's not just smoke. Uh, get paid to smoke weed. Like, we got a lot of other things going on, and we're moms, <laughs> so." That heightens the experience. (laughs) But uh, this next segment is the one you've been waiting for all week. Oh, wait, that was a theme song. I'm sorry. (laughs) Did you hear it? Can you hear it?
1: Yes. I heard it really low. Like, I heard the...
0: Yeah. (laughs) Wrong one. Here we go. I'm never getting a job in radio after that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, another state has joined the ranks. Virginia, first state in, south, in the South to legalize marijuana. Virginia lawmakers approve governor's marijuana amendment to speed up the legalization process. The Virginia House of Delegates and Senate have both accepted the governor's amendment to their respective versions of legislation to legalize marijuana in the state, including a revision that will push it up the timeline. To allow adults to possess and cultivate cannabis for personal use this summer instead of.
0: Look at that. Fast tracking that cannabis bill. It's so funny. That TikTok that you sent me, because it's true. It's like all the states are like, yo, we gotta get this going. Look at these people. They got that shit going now too. We should do a. Especially
1: when you're getting surrounded by states legalizing it and you're not legal yet. You're like, Oh, I better get on this or my people are just gonna go over there to get it anyway. Right. We be making that money.
0: Exactly. We're gonna keep the money in the state. Duh. duh. We should duh. do a parody of that song of uh, Another One Bites the Dust. Dun, dun. Another state
2: the
1: Another
0: State <laughs> legalizes weed. Bit-a-doot <laughs> doot do.
1: <laughs>
0: Oh, um, to knock everybody yeah. off of that pedestal. THC oh, wait.
1: You have to do the yay
0: for for Virginia. Oh, for Virginia! For- welcome to the club. Doot doot doot. Another state gets recreational marijuana. <laughs> 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 Sorry to uh, to bring it down, though. Uh, not to be a Debbie Downer. But THC breathalyzers may be coming soon to a police station near you.
1: Oh, how exciting!
0: Yeah, this article was pretty fun. Stone drivers and weed smoking workers take note marijuana breathalyzers will soon be in the hands of police officers and employers. In fact, marijuana breathalyzers. Huh? Oh, yeah. Employers. Employers, Oh, yeah. (laughs) Hold hold on to your tits, ladies. Do
1: employers have breathalyzers? Well,
0: wait, because they're going to talk. Well, well, let's talk about it. Uh, Marijuana breathalyzer prototypes. They've already been used for COVID-19 testing as well. After some innovations allowing them to detect uh, SARS-CoV-2 in breath, which I thought was fucking
1: Amazing. That's crazy.
0: Even the dogs that could smell in percent That
1: can't be like 100% like, diagnosed. Well,
0: that. right. Ma- well, marijuana breathalyzers have been in development for a while now and are finally approaching launching Pada's commercial products. Well, because what? More states are uh, becoming legal. Hound Labs, based in Oakland, California, says a market release is imminent for its hound marijuana breathalyzer, which can detect the presence of THC molecules in
1: the breath. So Dr. Mike Lynn, an emergency room physician who is CEO and co-founder of Hound Labs, told High Times, the first commercial units of the Hound marijuana breathalyzer will be in the hands of customers this spring. Production will ramp ramp up throughout the rest of 2021. Hound Labs has also customized its breathalyzer for COVID-19 testing and found that it can detect it in breath similar to how it detects the THC. Last year in New York City, Hound Labs partnered with Triple Ring Technologies to study super spreader events. The intro of the Hound breathalyzer could really shake things up for law enforcement, motorists, employees, employers, and cannabis users. It's different from other drug tests because it can test whether the person is currently high. It's measured by the presence of THC molecules molecules in the breath. Mm -hmm. So the developers of Hound believe the THC molecules linger in the breath for up to four hours after smoking. This is a moment. This is different from urine tests, which can show whether the person has used marijuana or other drugs within the last couple of weeks or so, and they could be sober during the test but still fail. Four hours, okay, but you know, right. after four hours, I'm not still high if i just
0: smoked a little bit R- right so like yeah exactly so it, it's it's yeah it's going to test if you've smoked more recently than a urine test which remember you know That's you do crazy. like a month off so the this dr lynn said the purpose of the, the of the device is to maintain safety while recognizing many employees have the right to legally use marijuana An employer might not care if an employee smoked pot last week, but they might want to know if their employees are getting stoned on the job. If employees legally smoke cannabis at a barbecue on Saturday night and their employers test their breath at work on Monday morning, the breath test will be negative. The device is a bit different from alcohol breathalyzers, which measure the blood alcohol level of the drinkers, enabling police officers to determine whether a driver has reached or exceeded the threshold for intoxication. The hound does not measure how stoned the person is. Just the existence of THC in the breath is considered proof enough that the person is stoned at the time of testing, according to the labs. So wait,
1: they tested that? They had somebody go to a barbecue on a Saturday night? What if it was (laughs) Sunday? What if it was Sunday and you went to Well, but they say four
0: hours. So it's only they could detect whether you've smoked within the last four hours. I would be interested in seeing if if you have like...
1: 10 blunts the night before you don't think it might still show up
0: well I would hope that that person would brush their (laughs) teeth and use mouthwash and maybe have a coffee in the morning and then test negative on this stupid fucking breathalyzer (laughs) because honestly like I mean yeah it does what it does it's supposed to catch you within 4 hours but like I would also wonder if I could like chew gum because sometimes I chew gum more. Does that have any.
1: Yeah, but. Yeah, that might trick it because blood, it doesn't trick like a breathalyzers for alcohol. Trick it. But it might trick this because it's different. It's like not they the say same to. blood alcohol content.
0: Like they say to put a penny underneath your tongue if you've been drinking Dude, an ipoyo. Oh my God. I don't no. even know that that would work, but.
1: <laughs> don't do that, people. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Don't so, Hal
1: Labs isn't the only one working on marijuana breathalyzer. Cannabis Technologies, of course, of Vancouver
0: big money. Released,
1: of course, uh, has released its THC breath breath analyzer for beta testing. According to Chief Executive Officer uh, Rob Malate, he said his company is focused on getting uh, field use data from the THC BA devices. This data would then be used to shape the Canadian process for detecting THC. THC intoxication. Uh the you uni- the University of Pittsburgh has also been developing a marijuana breathalyzer. Um Alexander Star, professor of chemistry and bioengineering and clinical and transitional science, says that since 2019 he has made his breathalyzer prototype available to interested commercial partners for mm-hmm. analyzing the breath of marijuana smokers. So yeah. there's been quite a few people trying to develop come, develop this.
0: For sure. For sure. Make
1: lots of money because all law enforcement are gonna want those. Yeah. Like anybody that has like to do safety testing, I guess. Like if they I guess they said employers, so I'm assuming the type of employers that have stuff like this, or maybe people that have their that drive vehicles and like do operate Right,
0: heavy machinery or whatever. Exactly. People who Mm -hmm. need to be at their tippy tops. No, but, um, yeah, brain fart. I was about to say something.
1: Yeah, we saw this coming eventually. I mean, we we knew the science would eventually get there.
0: Oh, this is what I was going to say. Um, but you won't have to worry about that if you do what you should do. And that's shut the fuck up. <laughs> right because ultimately uh you'll get a breathalyzer you, you test if you, you have to agree to it yeah probably
1: i breathalyzers you can deny a weed one too say yeah. no and shut the fuck up right i will not take that and shut the fuck
0: up <laughs> um more news our buddy snoop dogg uh, group... Has
1: inspired some rich people. Yeah,
0: has inspired some <laughs> rich people. He's rich too. Let's not forget that. Snoop no, Dogg. Like,
1: yeah, we know right. he's rich. but These are mega millionaires.
0: Yeah, exactly. Charles Koch, to be exact. Um, on Tuesday, he launched the Cannabis Freedom Alliance. It was an idea that was sparked after he was on a Zoom call with Mr. Snoop Dogg. Political First reported that Snoop Coke, and criminal justice reform advocate Weldon Angelos were on a Zoom call together last summer when the idea for the coalition originated. Angelos was pardoned by former President Trump in January after serving 13 years of a 55-year sentence for marijuana trafficking charges. The movement, according to a statement from the alliance, aims to end the prohibition, criminalization, and overregulation of cannabis in the United States.
1: Wow. In a statement announcing the coalition, the group wrote that they are working to accomplish four co- core goals through federal legislative reform, federal re- descheduling, and criminal justice reform. Re-entry and su- success. <laughs> I'm having trouble time
2: here. <laughs> Reentry
1: and successful second chances, promoting entrepreneurship and free and open markets and competitive and reasonable tax rates. The coalition includes a number of groups, Americans for Prosperity, the advocacy group co-founded by Koch, the Reason Foundation, a libertarian think tank, the Global Alliance for Cannabis, a marijuana trade organization, and the Weldon Project, a nonprofit that is dictated to funding Social change and financial aid for individuals who are still in prison for marijuana related offenses. The Alliance sees the Democratic majorities in the House and Senate, as well as having a de- Democrat in the White House, as an opportunity for the advancement of marijuana legislation.
0: <laughs> the group hopes Koch's prominence among conservatives can help sway 1012 Republicans to join Democrats across the aisle and pass marijuana legislation. We need 10 to 12 Republican senators, Angelo said, according to political with Koch's influence, I think that's likely a possibility. Brent Gardner. Yeah, you know, them rich motherfuckers already got the little hands, the little grubby hands because they know the potential of this. Yeah. Um, I
1: just
0: need a. Yeah. Americans for Prosperity is excited to work alongside our partners to bring cannabis business into light, replacing black and gray markets with a free and fair legal framework. Gardner said in a statement, cannabis commerce will become a way for Americans to lift themselves up rather than a barrier holding them back.
2: Hmm.
1: So, Senate Majority Leader uh, Schumer, during an interview with Political on Saturday, vowed to move forward again with legislation federally legalize marijuana, even if President Biden resists such a move. He, as in Biden, said he is studying the issue. So, obviously, I want to give him a little time to study it," the Senate Democratic <laughs> leader told Politico. "I want to make my arguments to him, as many other advocates will. At some point, we're going to move forward. Period," he yeah.
0: "And that's he on went, period. period. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's on period. Yeah, Biden. Biden better study up.
1: He so better. they use Snoop's name in this article. So they then it says here at the bottom." Updated a show that Snoop Dogg was not officially a part of this. Right.
0: He's inspired the conversation.
1: So I think this he article came out. Snoop probably was like, yo, I'm not a part of that. Take my name out of there. And they had to do that.
0: I mean, who knows? <laughs> who knows? The uh,
1: Updated uh, at 4.30. Yeah,
0: Mr. Coke. Uh, Mr. Coke is trying to uh, fly on. Uh, Snoop Dogg's coattail, or what is it? Coast on uh, Snoop Dogg's coattails. He's trying to get clout.
1: He's trying to get some clout. Yeah.
0: (laughs) like, My home dog is Snoop. He told me. (laughs) Uh, We got, what do we got next? What did I like? What am I doing?
1: I love you, Miami.
0: You guys. Guess what?
1: I love you, Miami!
0: The Tampa Bay Times reports that Florida could erase some marijuana convictions if this bill passes, but here's the catch. At first, the bill would have allowed nearly 195,000 Floridians to have most misdemeanor marijuana convictions erased from their criminal records. Then, the Senate sponsor amended the bill so it would have a better chance in the Florida House, which is led by Speaker Chris Sprouls. The version of Bracey's bill, now working its way through the legislature, would allow only up to one marijuana misdemeanor conviction to be removed from a person's record. Bracey told the Times-Herald that his modification was a political necessity. It's a reality of passing legislation in the legislature, Bracey said. You've got to compromise if you want to pass something significant of significance especially if you're in the minority party criminal justice advocates notes, notes that convictions can linger on a person's record even years after a case is settled pew State Line news service reported in 2017 that americans with even minor criminal records can find it more difficult to access housing employment and professional licenses
1: Marijuana convictions are a particular sticking point for some advocates. It's legal to possess at least small quantities of cannabis in 16 states. Why then, advocates ask, should possessing, that, possessing what many American governments consider a legal substance be a stain on a person's record? Also, federal statistics show that Black people are disproportionately likely to be prosecuted for low-level drug crimes. The left-leaning American Civil Liberties Union, founded in 20. 20- found that in 2018, Black Americans were 3.6 times more likely to be arrested for possessing marijuana despite using the drug at a similar rate to whites. But it's unclear how even the compromise version of Bracey's proposal will fare in the Florida House. Sprouls um, from Palm Harbor is a former assistant state attorney in the Pinellas-Pasco Judicial Circuit. Wrote that Times Herald in a text message that he doesn't favor expunging records based on the type of crime that was committed. You don't expunge for a category of crimes, marijuana. You make policy choices based on where the person was in the criminal system: trial, conviction, first-time offense, juvenile, etc. Sproul's wrote, "I won't. I won't. I would not consider an expungement of a particular offense disconnected from other policy considerations."
0: He noted that he supported the sealing of certain arrests from someone's public record. For example, as chair of the House Judiciary Committee, he supported bills in 2017 and 2018, which allowed for a person who was found not guilty of a crime to have their record expunged. As an assistant state attorney, Sprouse often dealt with marijuana cases. uh, Court records show that he worked on at least 101 cases in which his defendant was charged with misdemeanor marijuana possession during his time in the state's sixth judicial circuit. Florida's marijuana possession laws are notoriously strict. If a police officer finds someone with more than 20 grams of marijuana, less than one ounce, they could be charged with a felony. That's one of the lowest thresholds in the country. The amended version of Bracey's uh, SB 468 would give those arrested for possessing less than 20 grams of pot a chance to wipe the slate clean. But there would be significant administrative hurdles, Floridians could only petition a court to have one misdemeanor marijuana conviction removed and the offense could not have happened alongside another conviction. For example, a person convicted yeah, they're getting now they're getting very For example, a person convicted of marijuana possession and resisting arrest at the same time could not have the marijuana conviction erased for their record. Under the bill, a person seeking to have a record expunged would have to wait at least one year after the case is closed before they can apply for its removal. Those still under court supervision couldn't apply. Erasing a pot misdemeanor conviction would f- would follow the same process Floridians already use to get criminal records wiped clean. They'd have to pay Florida Department of Law Enforcement a $75 fee to get a certificate of eligibility and the person seeking a clean record would have to bring that certificate to a court, which could still deny the expunging petition at their discretion.
1: Oh, my God. How many hoops do you need to jump I know. Through? This
0: sounds Just so exhausting. Expunge it. I'm getting so frustrated already. <laughs>
1: <laughs> is it a good step? Yes. It is totally inadequate. Yes, said Spence Pernal, a policy analyst at the Libertarian Reason Foundation of the bill. We have to take a step back and reimagine how we look at criminal records and what they do to people. Pernell said Florida could easily enact a policy in which the state uses a computer program to automatically expunge marijuana convictions. Uh duh, that's what they should do. California has a law which does this. Last year, Los Angeles County, uh district uh, the DA's office uh expunged over 60 about 66,000 convictions. See? So easy. It's just so simple. It's a a, a computer can do it. You just push a button All this difficult process, uh, still, uh, Bracey's bill had moved further than any of its kind in recent memory. A fact that Orlando Democrat attributes to his ability to compromise with colleagues, the bill's movement has got some criminal justice reform advocates excited. While cannabis (laughs) possession was considered a serious offense 20 years ago, it's a medical product that was considered an essential business today. Exactly exactly so his bill has cleared two committees in the senate each by overwhelming bipartisan margins of course and so they're like oh it's still gonna be hard for them uh, a house companion version sponsored by <laughs> Trey McDurdy a democrat from Orlando and Bracey's former legislative aide has yet to be heard in the committee okay well this is some kind of step but yeah
0: but it's kind of still whack as fuck Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Florida. Yeah, Florida. We
1: we couldn't expect anything. You keep
0: out Florida-ing yourself.
1: You keep out Florida-ing yourself. Uh, Oh, God.
0: Yeah, Florida. Florida.
1: To look up the article, but you know the whole Matt Gates thing has gotten even crazier, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, I know. We we you know if we had more time, we could just follow up with that. But that guy, that's yeah, it's getting more kooky like now.
1: Like it came out that he even tried to get a preemptive pardon from the president. all
0: right oh, I didn't see that before
1: before Trump left office. Like all mm. sorts of more shit has come out. Wow, I know it's crazy, Florida. <laughs>
0: I don't know if you guys already follow Amy, but she's at Amy Mothercraft and we got a chance to sit and chat with Amy this time instead of crafting. Uh you may or may not remember but we had a really fun live craft smoke sesh with her over the holidays and made these the cutest little Christmas gnomes. I love my gnome. They're so cute, yeah. They're really cute and honestly I would love to have another, you know, I was telling her I gave her this idea for uh, like since we talked about upcycling like um mm-hmm. cannabis packaging, we talked about I I had said maybe we should do like a MacGyver uh crafting session where we like MacGyver things into other things
1: or macgyver things into smoking device. or
0: yeah right or we could turn exactly or something to that effect but i was like that's an idea that we need to 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 do uh at some point uh but we talked to
1: to, do one with our patrons yeah, yeah like a, a, a crafting sash
0: with her a crafting sash, you know something cash nothing too extra uh, but we definitely will be doing more things with her. We love, she, she's just so much fun. And she does, the, she's so quirky and cute. And she does the cutest things. We talked about, uh, we talked to her about incorporating cannabis into crafts and art projects. We also, we even talked about her first time smoking weed and my first time smoking weed. Um, and then asked her, we asked her to weigh in on that conversation we were talking about earlier, the alcohol versus weed debate. Uh, so here's her interview, and we hope you enjoy
1: it. I was going to ask, how long have you actually been smoking cannabis? When did um, you venture into the,
2: to the club? I actually started when I was 14. Um, <laughs> nice. my, uh, my sister definitely peer pressured me into it. Um, I wasn't like I knew it wasn't lame, like cigarettes, even though I did smoke cigarettes already. And she was like you already smoke cigarettes. So why not weed? And I'm like, Oh, I guess that's true. And, you know, but in my head, I was also, you know, I already kind of like was thinking along the lines of, well, at least it's a plant that's not like in any way messed with, you know, like it's not super processed, like a cigarette. My parents went out one night and she was like, you're going to smoke this. Otherwise nobody's going to like you in high school. It was like a week before freshman year. She's like, and, you know, it's just like, you've got something up your butt and maybe it'll fall out if you smoke a bowl. And I'm like, fine. And I got high and uh, it was great. Um, I didn't, I'd always grown up having a lot of like nervous system issues and and headaches and stuff. And I think that's kind of why I was also really like, Ugh. um, and and I remember smoking it and seeing what dorks my my sister and her friend were being dancing around and then like listening to Pearl Jam and stuff and they were like do you feel it sometimes people don't feel it their first time do you feel it and I'm like I don't know I don't really feel much of anything and then and it was like this realization like huh I don't have a headache right now and like my you know things don't feel weird and like spiky they feel like how they're supposed to and you know was cool and I was like okay I guess I guess this is what I'm doing um from now until forever so
0: you <laughs> so having like issues were you having health issues before that
2: um I just I've always had like headaches and I've always had kind of like just a achy kind of body I've never no doctors have ever really been able to be like pinpointed and be like oh it's this it's this they're just kind of like ah. um so it's I mean, I guess it's, like, maybe it could have something to do with, like, neurodivergence or something, um, like, because some, you know, things will feel different texture than there's yeah, sensory. sensory, um, and then, and sometimes, and I feel like sometimes things will be, it's so weird, because I worked in kitchens forever, and I could burn the hell out of myself and not even notice it um, until, you know, like, the end of the day, because you're just working or whatever, and you burn yourself so many times, and you get used to it, um, but then there's other things that, like, I feel like are crazy amplified that, you know, maybe somebody else, it wouldn't hurt at all for some reason, but for some reason it was just like, so it's, it's strange and it's hard to pinpoint. Um, and cannabis really helps me manage it a lot, uh, because painkillers make me sick and make me dumb. Uh, and, and I really feel with cannabis, like, I, I don't know if this is an actual thing, but. To me, it works similar to like an adaptogen, um, you know, like, I mean, like ibuprofen, you can take it for a headache, you can take it for cramps, you can take it for um, a sprained ankle, whatever, um, and it's going to figure out what it is your body needs it for, and I feel like cannabis does a similar thing, um, because I really do feel like it affects my body before I get super dumb and like I'm like just like a stoner on the couch eating Cheetos or whatever I mean I do that still um (laughs) there's definitely certain strains that are more so that kind of a route but a lot of the time I'll be like with other people and they're like getting really high and like cool 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 I'm going to smoke one more bowl you don't have to join you're fine (laughs) you know I'm like I just want to get on your level um so yeah I mean I feel like it's a good way to Regulate a lot of things, uh, and not so much doesn't need to have that that it does for for so many people.
1: I 100% agree with all that. That I mean, it's been pretty much proven that uh, cannabis helps maintain homeostasis, homeostasis, like with the ECS. So it's going to find out what you need and get in. It connects to so many different parts between our immune system and pain and things like that. So, I can see why so many of us have self-medicated with it for a long time.
2: Right? <laughs> you're, you're since 14 also. Did you also have older siblings?
1: Uh, well, no. I didn't, like, I tried it at 14. And I got to, like, do it every once in a while when I was with a certain friend or group of friends. Um, I had an older friend, basically. It wasn't, I'm the oldest sibling. So, I, I didn't have any older sibling influencing me but it was uh, a a friend of mine from school that had failed flunked a few grades so he was older and so he was of course (laughs) able to get that easily he knew where to find that and yeah so just when I was with those friends I tried it a few times I didn't really get into smoking cannabis more on a regular basis until I was like 17 18 year old uh
2: 18 yeah yeah it's not like something when you're 14 and 15 that you can easily get or even or exactly. even think of how to get away with it, you know? And it, and it's, I hate saying that I was 14 when I started because I'm like, oh, my poor developing brain. Oh, sweet. <laughs> That's what, I think. what did <laughs> I do? But I mean, truthfully, I lived in Boise, Idaho uh, when I was in elementary school and my sisters were in junior high and, and high school. And it's like, so they had, they were like giving me beers to drink at parties when I was like 10 and I'm like okay I guess I'll try it I d- you know I could be so smart right now
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean I, w- I think you guys turned out pretty great honestly so fuck that
1: <laughs> do like to- was much older when she got into it
0: I, so listen it's funny because I okay I I was a late bloomer But I remember, okay. I remember in high school trying it once. And it's funny because I came from a private school. I was very in a small private school was like the class. I was like the school clown. Right. To going into public school and it was like triple the size. Like I was so scared walking into public school going like, oh, yeah. okay, what am I doing here? Right. Like I'm not going to be telling jokes in detention here. Nobody knows who the fuck I am. So then I was in, uh, I went to HML for a while, right? And then like senior year, last class of the day, this, uh, I think it was history year, government, the guy in the back would always come fucking blazed, blazed. He would come in red eyes
1: and reeking
0: and reeking and 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 i would fuck with him and i would we would laugh and stuff cuz i would just look at him and be like dude i have never smoked weed and i look at you and i know you're fucking you smoked a shit ton of weed i go i've never smoked it and i know you <laughs> smoked it you don't think this teacher's going to know you smoked and he would just like laugh while i'm just giving him hell like like you're going to you're going to he, he would laugh He didn't
1: muscle. get paranoid he would
0: <laughs> laugh whatever he would laugh and then i was like i go to him once and go hey hook me up i want to i want to i want to smoke like hook me up like it, you know so he i he got i gave him money he got me every
1: stoner wants
2: that every stoner wants a friend It's like hey i want to try it you're like yes, yes. you my helper. yeah
0: yes. and he was let like he was like okay let me take you there <laughs> stupid tiktok song. yeah TikTok <laughs> yeah it's so funny and then he and then I remember he he was like okay so he hooked me up and uh and then the girl that I would have lunch with I was like yo I got a sack do you know how to he gave me papers too and uh I think maybe it's too loud you know what to
1: do with it because I don't
0: yeah, I was like, so I had to figure it out. I improvised it. It was a terrible job. We smoked <sighs> it in the bathroom at the park. And then the janitor guy was super suspicious. And we had to like shut the whole operation down. It was like not very successful.
1: How have I not heard this story? What grade were you in?
0: I w- it was my, it h- had to be my senior year.
1: If only you you had come to me. I was a stoner my senior year. I know Damn. it's funny.
0: <laughs> we went to the same high school, but we never hung out in high school. It was after high Graduated school.
1: Graduated the same year, knew the same people. That same way. Yeah. But I didn't meet her until she was uh
2: dating one of my friends years later in our early yeah. 20s. What? A- oh my gosh, that's so funny. Well, you weren't you weren't meant to be with each other in high school, I guess. At
0: the time oh. long, well the timing was off.
2: You weren't <laughs> a stoner yet. You weren't at my vibe.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. I had to get I had to get there. I had to get there.
1: So mothercraft, how'd you come up with that name?
2: you uh, mm-hmm. see the crafts? Uh, <laughs> um a little bit of a like outer space influence I don't know um I actually had a friend that uh he and I used to get together and do weird I I don't know we just did weird stuff together um he drew a comic called Bad Kitty and I would do the voice for it when he would make (laughs) tunes um and then we started a little thing called uh, Channel Five and a Half News um and like I was making the puppets for it and then ended up doing some voices for it too and um it was just totally weird uh but then I called him one day and I was like so I want to do a show where I like go on Pinterest or something find a craft and do it for the first time on the show but I want to do it really high yeah, uh, you know, I was like, so I'll like introduce it, get real high, and and then try doing the craft for the first time, um, and then you know, uh, at the end we can be like, hey, you know, this went wrong because of this or whatever. I failed. We we filmed I think ten um, like ten minute long crafts uh, that are on YouTube still, um, and each one was a fail. None of them were successful. <laughs> I, know, I think one might have been successful. I'm sure they're um, though. Mm, there you go.
0: I'm sure they're super funny though.
2: They're pretty funny. They're 10 minutes long. (laughs) You know, I watched them now and I'm like, oh, this, this is uncomfortable. This could be three minutes. Um, So like Will and I were starting to get kind of burnt out on working with each other too. And I, uh, I wanted to go in like kind of a different direction than he did. Um, And just decided to go ahead and do minute long things on instagram um and that's kind of more what took off and um i'm kind of i'm not gonna lie i'm kind of over the place now um but that's all right i do a lot of things um so it's like crafts it's also um like cooking hacks or like mom hacks um and um how to fix things around the house uh you know kind of things like that um And then I've also done uh, crafting classes at like events um, because when you have a cannabis event, it's really great to have like a crafting corner for people that like maybe got too high, (laughs) Um, smoke and get a little antisocial or whatever. Um, And then it's also a great spot to like meet other people. Um, So that's always been a really fun thing to do and I did that on my own and then ended up working with a couple of different groups within the cannabis industry uh doing that for them as well at events and um I was amping up to do a lot more when COVID hit so that was a bummer but uh I think there's there'll be more space for it eventually
1: <laughs> other than doing on um, like um craft videos and uh, events what else do you do do you sell
2: any crafts or anything or you have a shop? I, I need, I am getting a shop set up. I'm terrible at it. Um, right now I kind of like throw something up on Instagram and like five people will be like, Hey, can I buy that? And I'm like, cool. And I will get all this energy to make it and I'll make a hundred of it and, you know, sell the five. Um, but, uh, I am setting up a shop. I, um, cause there are definitely like a few things that I, that I like to sell. I like to, do accessories with a purpose um so like yep yeah so key I love those
1: videos with the guy with the mustache
2: <laughs> He did and then all of a sudden it's the watermelon and you're like <laughs> <laughs> and that's, a, that's a legit video I punched with my keys in my hand and hurt my hand like they went backwards and totally stabbed my hand I was so sad I was like huh. and then I used that shank and it went through like butter so I mean I'd be, I, I, the dark, disgusting, sick side of me is really looking forward to the day when like a bunch of ladies just send me videos of guys that they messed up. Sorry. But with your, with your tool. I have a mental problem in that capacity um but yeah so I'm selling some things and I'm hoping to like get together like so like some accessories that that I I have on there um but yeah like things that have a purpose to them so like it can be cute but it's also a self-defense device or um I'd also like to eventually sell like you know some kits for like some of the crafts that I do to like you can buy along with me at home or whatever and um, but yeah, there's like, I mean, a few things that I do, I, um, I'm, I am all over the place a little, but, uh, I <laughs> will have done like fabrication events also. Um, like if you're, we did a psychedelics party last year on leap year. Um, so I made a bunch of like three foot tall paper mache mushrooms and, um, you know, then a bunch of like little one foot tall ones and just set up this whole little like grovy area and, Um, so it's, it's really fun. I love doing stuff like that. And, um, I love really like any, anything that gets somebody inspired and excited can get me inspired and excited. Um, you know, if you're inspired and you want to do something with me, I'm like, yeah. So I have a friend that used to work for Nike and she designed shirts for them. So she had hundreds of shirts after working there for 15 years. Um and so I just ended up making a bunch of quilts for her out of the t-shirts. Um, or like I've done stuff like I've had a I had a friend who was having a baby and she sent me her baby blanket from when she was little. And so I made a mobile um with little stuffed toys out of her oh, baby blanket. So
0: cute. That's such a really good idea.
1: I've also seen parents do quilt like you could probably do like quilts of like parents can send like their favorite baby clothes of their kids. Yeah, totally. A little blanket out of it or a little quilt
2: yeah because i mean otherwise it's just gonna sit in a box like it's something you want to keep and you hold it dear but what the hell do you do with a little like you know five month old snowsuit or something
0: yeah you make it practical that's exactly what you do with your the things you want to sell is you want to make it functional you want to make it so that it's something cute but that you use it it's not just oh i'm and you know what like honestly I got to a point in my life where like I don't really buy that many things or I don't really like I I, I think the older we get, the less excited for stuff we are. So it has to be really like for me to buy something. I have to really feel it with my whole. That's
1: my husband. (laughs) (laughs) I I got Amazon boxes arriving every day. I
0: know.
1: but but don't listen
0: it's okay sometimes you need a little you know a little amazon seen
1: his man cave
0: you know what though honestly I've actually um I got to listen to NPR you remember how you were like oh I miss NPR because I don't go to my car to the commute
1: anymore so I I listen to it once a week now
0: right so I listened to it the other day but I had listened to it like I was driving in the car for a majority of the day so I saw I heard the same story twice on NPR yeah
2: they do
1: that
0: and um, for the
1: different types of commuters yeah
0: and it was like I totally lost my train of thought bro how
1: were you going with it what was the NPR story
0: I know what was the NPR story I have a mental roadblock now
1: <laughs> You're okay. so close. Like I don't say it as often as I used to say. It. I used to say it all, all the time. I'd be like, "Oh, I heard it on NPR," and I'd say what I heard on
2: NPR, <laughs> right? I know. Now I only commute once a week. But now mm-hmm. you hear Instagram or TikTok. That's for me. <laughs> exactly.
1: It's TikTok that gives me the news now. <laughs> yeah. and that's, that's why where we- I heard about the phosphate thing here in Florida. The the tidal wave of doom possibly impending have you heard an
0: update on that is it like are they still just pumping all that They
1: they no longer they cancelled the evacuation because they think that they've minimized the risk now and it should be good because they've pumped enough of it into Tampa Bay yikes yeah
2: so now what happens see what happens next
0: (laughs) yeah stay tuned (laughs) so why did you decide
1: crafting is it just because it's like one of your favorite things to do
2: i guess so yeah it's just something i've always done um i'm the kind of person that sees something that's like broken and i try to figure out you know how to fix it or how to make it into something new that can be used uh used again and um that's just, yeah, it's just kind of how I've always been. I mean, my, like my favorite place still this day, uh, to go. One of my favorite places since high school is the, um, they're called the Goodwill bins and it's these giant bins and everything is by the pound. Um, so, I mean, you go in and even before Corona, you went in with gloves and a mask on, cause it's, dirty. Um but <laughs> people are digging through just these giant bins of stuff and it's like a dollar something per pound so you can walk out with like a giant garbage bag full of clothes for like $4 and I used to love going there in high school I would go there to get most of my clothes and then just like you know make a dress into a shirt and shorts instead or or whatever like um you know just make skirts into like pants into like kind of culotte type of things or whatever I just wanted to do whatever I could I went to I also went to a Catholic high school um that was kind of on the smaller side and everybody was like pretty conservative there and I was like not giving in I smoke weed and I wear weird <laughs> clothes so i just <laughs> you know part of it, you know me like desperately trying to find something else to to do in that capacity I don't go for clothes as much anymore but I go there now and it's like um like I don't know I got like this giant book there for 50 cents this giant book and made it into a stash book you know I like cut out the end yes into a stash book, one of my crafts and um or like I went one time and I found a bunch of salad bowls and then there was like uh some water bottles that didn't have tops and so I made them into mushrooms like the water bottle was a stem and the salad bowl top was a was a, made that into a mushroom and then I put little led lights inside of it um so it could be a lamp uh so nice. it's just a matter of going in and seeing what somebody else's garbage is or whatever and trying to repurpose it into something else um so that's just yeah it's always been kind of a passion have of mine you ever- and have you ever seen
0: what the- was that I was gonna say have you ever seen a show called uh what was it flea Market Flip? I got so obsessed with that at one point.
1: I've seen it where you magical. go to a flea market and you buy pieces of furniture and you redesign them Purpose and make it. them look like you small. go in teams,
2: Repurpose it, yeah.
0: And you go and they give you X amount of money. You go to the flea market, you pick up a bunch of items, you go into the shop and you fix all the shit up, and then you go out into the bazaar or market or whatever and you try to sell it. And then who might not know this? And then whoever makes the most money wins. Well, I guess I know what she's watching this
2: weekend. It's really good. It's addictive.
1: It's, I can see why
0: you got hooked. Uh, yeah. <laughs> for, for a while, I was, like, so addicted to that show. I just kept watching it. And it's the lady from, like, she's, like, on Good Morning America or something, the host of the show. Ah, I'm nice. going to say, you. you know, you'd be so... I would want to, I would want to link up with you to, you'd be my teammate on that show. We bank. I
2: would, I would be into <laughs> yeah. That. I wish I was that
1: creative. I'm not that creative. I'm good at taking an, I, I like to do crafts when somebody tells me what to do and how to do it. Or we come up and brainstorm like me and my friends used to always do theme parties, but that's more easy to do because you're here to have like, okay, it's a theme. What can we make us make this look like Alice in Wonderland? Obviously, right all these iconic things you just make them out of paper or whatever that but like to really be creative and see a piece of furniture or see an object and like be able to reimagine it completely that's cool yeah that's
0: pretty hard yeah (laughs) that is super cool
1: i mean you can do halloween um do it yourself
2: crafts with us yeah for sure I love I actually I make like little zombie dolls like I get dolls at the dollar store and um, you can use rubbing alcohol to erase their faces Uh, (laughs) and then I'll like you know I'll have like blood dripping out of their mouth or whatever (laughs) see it's fun
1: to make it and I'm sure it's a lot more affordable than buying the zombie doll at party city or wherever the hell
2: absolutely (laughs) And that's the thing too, is like, I love, I, I don't feel that I am particularly the, like that I excel at any craft in particular or anything. I have so many interests that I can't actually stop and get good at anything. I'm like, so into it for like two weeks. And then I'm like, but wait, what about that? And, you know, thanks. TikTok uh, for producing so many crafts to me, but what I love about teaching the crafts um you know, even if it is just alive by myself or with somebody else, or even just like one of my minute long videos, I love when people come back to me and are like, oh my God, look at what I did. And it's 5,000 times better than anything I could ever do. And they're like, I never knew I could do this. I never knew I was even interested in this, you know, and it's, it's so cool to, to see people, you know, realizing like, I would have never, you know, thought about, whatever like I don't I can't I literally can't
0: see. you get to see other people's aha moments like you inspire them into that oh look I did something I'm proud of myself you help them (laughs) proud of themselves
2: I turned this piece of junk into something so cute yeah (laughs) and especially well because like I am sure that you are amazingly crafty I think if anybody has an interest in it in it they are innately good at it um you know and it's like it's probably just maybe you haven't found that one thing yet that's like you know makes you like oh crap I can do this that means I can try this this you know like I feel feel like it's there's there's so many avenues there's so many things to try and it's not you know it's not high art it's not uh super chic and fashionable anything that I do per se but my house looks hella cool at Halloween uh you know (laughs) I
1: love my little christmas gnome that we made together i think he's adorable and my family thought he was adorable when i brought him out i'm like look what i made they're like you made
2: that i'm like i made this it's so cute <laughs> you add some bunny ears to him for easter even there you go. <laughs> there's so many options
0: yo they i'm so sorry uh, there is like a giant ass fly that is just, <laughs> it's just, and then like, if I'll see it, he'll be hanging out on the lab and I'm like, okay, I see you. We're good. But then he starts like flying around and I'm talking about the food. Throw some smoke
2: at him. <laughs>
0: yeah, so shit.
2: Get him high. See what happens.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'd be shielding my ears. When the fly goes into your
2: <laughs> <laughs> Well, I love your, uh, I love you too. Um, just going to put it out there. I love you. Aww. I love you.
1: It's yeah. so much fun when we craft. And I love seeing your videos. Yeah, your on videos my are
0: stories. really fun. I love it. I think you're so funny and quirky. And I enjoy watching your videos too.
2: Oh, thank you. I mean, I feel the same way about you guys. Like, you guys, I think that's part of it. There's so many videos I'll see sometimes, and I'm like, oh, this is God, that's a lot of work that they put into that or whatever. And but the ones that people just do that are just inspired and they just do it and go for it. Like, I think that that is always the most fun. And it's just like you can tell with your guys' videos that you just have fun. You're not yeah. like, Okay, we need to schedule this out. This is going to take two hours of filming <laughs> today.
0: Sometimes it's like, yeah. it really is. And I'm sure you know, I've seen some of the production value you've put into your videos, like your Jurassic Bowl video. <laughs> or was it Jurassic <laughs> Pipe?
2: Uh, yes, Jurassic Pipe. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like just cutting video sometimes. <laughs>
2: You that's know, why that's- it's so frustrating when they like <laughs> take it away.
0: <laughs> I know.
2: Yeah, for real. Yeah, when it just gets. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. Ooh. I. At, you know, the thing is, is that editing is actually so fun to me. Um, I took editing in college, and I am old enough that at my college, it was literally this room with like five TV screens and a VCR. Thing under it and a bunch of knobs and stuff. Um, so it's just ridiculous. That.
0: I used to just do uh, the the newscast uh, in high school, and we had those crazy VHS, the two TVs mm-hmm.
2: at the frames
0: with the knobs. It, you would go frame by frame.
2: <laughs> yep, trying to line up the um, sing or sync up the voice and everything. Just ridiculous, and uh, but I loved it, and yeah. and it was totally. Cause I had an assignment that was like, okay, you can either put together a video and edit it or make a website. It's like, I don't want to sit on a fucking computer and make a website. Screw that. I'm going to make a video. I'm going to go in the world and make a video and edit it. And, um, and it was really fun. And then, you know, flash forward to years later and um, hadn't done it in a while. And then when I was doing my initial mothercraft on YouTube, um, and I could tell my friend Will was getting kind of burnt out and, and he should be, cause it was like watching me be really high crafting something, <laughs> for, you know, poor guy. Um, so I was like, okay, I'm going to learn, I'm going to relearn how to edit. And, um, and it was cool to pick it up again and see how comprehensive there's so many editing apps and tools out there that are, that are really, uh, you know, pretty great. And, I, I have a ton of fun at it. I, I wish a lot of t- sometimes I'm like, uh, I don't really want to see my face anymore. Can somebody <laughs> come in and I can just edit your stuff for you? Cause I'm totally into that. Totally into it. You take my idea, do exactly what I'm seeing in my brain. <laughs> Make, that's
1: the thing. Cause honey, like, like, no you edit, edit, edit it down to what your vision is, right? Like only you really know, unless you're sitting there with the person editing it like what if you they edit it down to something you don't like and you don't like the way it came out totally yeah
0: do you write do you write too
2: um I you know <laughs> uh, a little um I do uh like I'll do some um just uh content and for I've, I've done social a few different people's social media um accounts for them. I've run a few different accounts and stuff. And so like with that, you know, you you kind of have to you end up writing a lot and doing stuff on their sites. And um you, you know, but I mean like as far as like a blog or anything like that, you know, I I am um a terrible person at uh advocating for myself i like you know when it comes to like being like today's day i'm gonna make my website today's the day i'm gonna start that blog and i'm gonna every monday at 9 a.m i'm gonna write this book i just don't i need to i need to though like i have that schedule set up for myself i do it um so i just kind of need like you know my first grade teacher oh, here you like girl. amy get it oh the- i hear you
1: oh my god is, is it because your son's in first grade you thought that because that, my son's in first grade and I hear I'm literally sitting next to him while he's in class all day his virtual class and then I think of the t- what your teacher
2: it's so true they're like you got to do this yep got to get There's time for this we're going to write in your journal we're going to do this <laughs> you have two minutes left for this the timer's about to go off and okay cool thank you I I kind of liked that like even in college you know it's like Okay, go to this class. Then you have five minutes to get to your next class. Maybe smoke a cigarette or a bowl in between, whatever you can fit in. Go to your next class. Then you do this, and then you have lunch, and then you do this. And it's like, it it was structure. Yeah, I, I thrive off that structure. The Problem is, I have a, I can't, I don't set the structure for myself. I'm great at setting it for my kid, uh, okay. I for other other people and other things, other businesses. Um, but when it comes to myself, I'm like meh. I'll do I'm going to do it tomorrow. <laughs> and I you, too.
0: Bro. Me too. <laughs> but I, feel like I, I, I feel like I can't be so pressed to have a specific schedule. I feel like I, I, the committing to a specific schedule sometimes is also very scary to me. You know what I mean? I like the flexibility of kind of being able to go with the flow, <laughs> even though I know I can get so much more done if I block my time out, you know?
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess that's it. I'm more efficient if I block my time out, but it's not comfortable per se, you know, like the thought of it gives me anxiety. You know, when I'm like, what? I have to dedicate this one hour slot every single day day of the week to this one thing or whatever I'm like oh that's too much it's not
0: not the commitment it's like overwhelming right yeah but you know what though but it's like that's the thing there is a certain payoff when you make that commitment of being consistent consistency is so hard that shit breaks me constantly especially with my weight consistency is so hard for me but like if you do something consistent you know that it, it, it ha- there's res- there are resort- results like period there are results period if you say okay <clears throat> i'm going to go live right cuz when it comes to content creators i think like uh, especially being a mom like god it, it, our time really depends on our children as well that's i think that's why it's so hard for us to commit to schedule Because we we wanna, we are, we wanna be have our 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 schedule flexible enough to be there for our children. So we're constantly just kind of like, well, we'll see, we'll see, you know.
2: Mm -hmm. Absolutely.
0: But like, yeah, I mean, consistency will pay off. Period. You want to do a live every day, or not every day? Who does a live once a week? Once a week, but you say, okay, okay hey, guys, you make your audience expect it. Hey guys, we are going to live stream this day, every day for every now week. on, whatever. You get them used to it and you'll build, a, you'll build your, your people. You'll build an audience based on that live that you go every day. It's just like,
1: every week,
0: yeah, every week. It's just like,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> can you block it um but i was gonna say so i was, we had a recent tiktok that went a little bit viral <laughs> kind of went a, a little bit cuckoo but it's so what of, i was gonna
1: say too we were you-
0: oh we got yeah we got um so we got a lot of like back and forth you know the vape pen video where i put the where it's the mickey mouse did i post it on instagram yeah right
1: he did. The mouse coutouled totally. in the diaper bag. In the diaper bag.
0: Yeah. Bro, we got so much shit. And, and it's like, and not, not, nothing that I take personal. It's just so funny to see people go back and forth in the comments and stuff. But
1: it just helps with the views and the metrics and the algorithm. Yes. People true. just kept coming back because then our people would defend us and defend the video and defend moms that would. We- do that. And like, so they start just going back to back and forth in the comments. Yeah. It's pretty funny, honestly. Well for you. Well, <laughs> it's like say- that Cardi B sound. It be, it be helping me. It be, what is it? Y'all yeah, hate it. be benefiting me. Uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I
0: love that sound. I know. I, any Cardi B sound. I have like a ton of Cardi B sounds saved. I'm probably not going to do any of them, but like, oh my God, I love hearing her crazy voice.
1: I love it too. No, <laughs> oh, but I
0: was going to bring this up to Amy. Because I I don't know. Somebody brought up, okay, a lot of comparisons are made between alcohol and weed, right? And I think it's like, not even it's to me you cannot compare both of them are completely different so I guess you can tell a lot of people sometimes make comments that are like you know they're kids or they're people younger people you could tell by the tone of the comment right Mm -hmm. so one of them to me I was even going to make a response video, but I was like, you know, I, they might be a kid. And it sounds like they have been afic- affected in some way by uh, some sort of parental neglect. But they compare, oh, um, they say something to the effect of, you know, no kid wants to have a parent around that's like, I or drunk. But my argument to that would be like, but what... You cannot compare one with the other. A drunk parent is not a high parent.
2: No, they're very different. And then I, so my oh, sorry, go ahead.
0: And then I'm thinking like, well, how can you be neglectful? Like, I guess you could I guess you could be a stoner that's neglectful to your child, but like what would be the level of you, there had to be something else happening. Like I, I wouldn't really, I don't know. I just, I would say maybe you maybe get. Maybe their
1: parents smoke meth or
2: something and they just associate smoking drugs. Yeah. They bundle everything into, into that, you know? I mean, it could be somebody, it could be somebody with like a crazy health teacher. That's like, you know, cause I mean, I remember when I was in high school and in middle school and they would be telling us, they're like, if your parent drinks more than two alcoholic drinks a week, they are an alcoholic. You know, I mean, like, that's what the stats say. Um, and, you know, it's like, I, I don't know. It's just dumb. And that's dumb. <laughs> you know, like a, a six foot eight, 300 pound man, generally speaking, can and get by on a couple more drinks you know or whatever um and, and but then again it's also practice in, in that regard it's tolerance it's um because sometimes a, a very tiny person can drink more than a big, i don't know but i mean in any case it's like a um it's a very they're very different i remember my parents coming home from parties you know after they had been drinking or whatever and they were they were so annoying oh my god <laughs> So annoying, and it was just like just shut up. I mean, granted, I was probably high because I was just like <laughs> couch watching on the same level, and I'm like, "Could you guys just go?" Oh my, uh, you're ruining my high. Um, but I, I don't know. I guess like I like a drink in the sun when I go boarding or whatever. Uh, I'll bring a hard seltzer or something. Um, but. Uh, I don't feel like wild, you know, I'm not like bringing out a pony keg and like chugging it, you know, in the middle of the river or whatever. Um, I, I don't know. It's just nice. It kind of loosens you up. It's sunny out. It's, it's you feeling it. I'll bring a joint. Though so my kid's okay with it because he knows that it helps me in a lot of ways. Um, and he does. I don't, he doesn't feel, I, I don't believe that he feels neglected. He's never, you know, told me, Oh, can you stop? Smoking that <laughs> worst, you know, or like, you, I feel lonely because you're smoking so much. I don't think that's <laughs> right. really a reality right. for us, but I can yeah. probably, probably somebody that's, that, that's like that. You know, I imagine there's lots of parents that probably smoke space out and just spend the whole time on their phone or whatever. And, um, but I don't know, you don't like, it, you don't hear a lot of stories about like <laughs> a parent smoking and, and then like beating their kid, mm-hmm. um, you know, right. usually alcohol abuse or meth or you know whatever I you know so yeah I don't I can't I can't I can't right.
0: equate the two right and I would say like I don't want to detract anything away from that person's experience but at the same token you you're very narrow-minded to think that it both are uh, one uh, one in the same like it's it's the fact that even that the two are in the same in your same idea as it being the same thing it's just that's too narrow minded you know like I yeah Yeah. I I just don't I I can't compare it's not comparable to me plus like what how do you attach what level of inebriation I am based on a tiktok you know what I mean like fucking yeah for you to sit there and be all judgy about us, a TikTok. And also it's a
2: vape pen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. A what? joke, a literal joke. It's a vape <laughs> pen. It's not like you're putting in a three foot bong rig. You know? <laughs> yeah
1: and i'm sorry it's yeah it's going in the diaper bag but i'm the one that goes in the diaper bag my my child is not going to the diaper bag and i put it in a secure pocket where i know they're not gonna able to get to it and it's hidden from security so when we sneak it into disney
0: <laughs> i know so you saw the other tiktok i made we need to you need to take one of There's people asking questions you need to answer them captain J.
1: I don't want to expose myself too much. Like I know Disney's not going to listen to this podcast, but they might see a TikTok, and I'll share with patrons I in our little the, thing. It's all. Awesome. I was the, last time I was in Disney, I was in the stall. You know, like, right. and, I, and I took a little video and shared it in our Patreon. But <laughs> yeah, and it's how like, how am I oh,
2: going to get through what? a whole day there? Yeah, like, well, no, I agree
0: exactly that was the one of the that was the comment i addressed is how like how would you even get through a day there it's like yeah shit i I guess look if edibles edibles worked
1: what what if edibles worked for me i would just take edibles in yeah that's riskier of my child getting that and thinking it's a snack or whatever even though
2: he would not eat any of my snacks but but that's absolutely true i I agree and, I, and that's funny edibles don't really work for me either. I've never had any like i kept i'd have to just keep eating and eating and then I'm like, fall and fall asleep before I ever get high So, um, <laughs> so yeah, you don't enjoy
0: it you're just like I'm sleeping yeah
1: yeah i don't like I don't even bother anymore
2: I'm so high I'm like really I mean cool for
1: you <laughs>
0: cool for you
2: <laughs> everybody's like super baked and I'm like. Yeah, guess I'll eat another gummy. Cool. <laughs> At least they're yummy. Yeah, that's true. That is too <laughs> expensive to not work. So, <laughs> so uh, this is
1: something we actually ask pretty much almost think every mom that's been on our show, um, and that is open with their kids about cannabis. Um, how did you address cannabis with your, with your son? And how did you um, educate him about it?
2: Um, you know, so it's always been something that, um, that, 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 has been around. Um, and really, so it's not, it's not like I really tried to hide it from him. Um, you know, I'm not like ripping tubes, sitting next to him on the couch or anything and like blowing it in his ear. <laughs> um I will go to tubes. like are people taking their dogs right.
0: tubes. yeah what do people oh, think doing? hey come here baby let me blow it in your face like
2: you've never watched octonauts like this before man <laughs> 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 that's what people think when they're thinking of possibly moms we're doing Absolutely. something like that like, no I go to another room you know and exactly. like exactly walks in on me and sometimes you know if i'm outside at this little weird tiny little three foot deck off my bedroom that um i'll just step out on when it's not raining and they'll like look through the window and he's like are you done <laughs> like, no set up uno i'll be there in a minute oh my god I get yeah. get out of my
0: butthole jesus yeah two many-
2: <laughs> minutes for the stakes oh. no I don't I it's just it's it's because I don't want to yeah I don't want to do it all up in his up in his his it's smoke um but I don't want to hide it so much because that's just another form of prohibition and that is forcing him to believe that it's wrong um and and I would rather him have the knowledge that it's okay and and you know like my ex um started smoking cigarettes again uh, like around the time that we separated and he still is. And it's really fake as my kid will even say that he'll be like, Oh, dad smokes cigarettes. Those are like, you know, they're going to kill you. Those, those are death sticks, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, you're getting a little <laughs> preachy. Um, but yeah, it, they are, they're stinky and gross. And he's like, but you smoke cannabis. And a lot of people call that medicine and that makes it better. And I'm like, well, it does, doesn't this, you know, I'm like it is better. Uh, I don't know that everybody that calls it medicine I feel like some people use that as a crutch a little bit sometimes to justify their use of it um, and, and, you know, do what you got to do, I guess. But it's like I tell him, I don't necessarily tell him it's my medicine, but I tell him, you know, it's like, this makes me feel better and it makes me be able to deal with things better. And he recognizes that.
0: Yeah, and I was gonna tell I mean,
2: you that d- isn't it your medicine if you're using it for those
1: reasons?
0: Yeah, but you know, I also, I'm sorry, I if it's making you feel
1: better, you said really, you had pain and headaches, and but I really, like
0: he- yeah, but but you know what, too, I, I also don't like to attach medical to it too much either because I enjoy it, like, I just enjoy yeah. it. Purely. There's
1: nothing wrong with
0: that, you know, and There's so that's why I know, but I, I also too saying medical kind of sometimes bother I don't know if that's how you feel too Amy I feel like you have a hesitation towards it like me because it's like I don't know it's so much multifaceted. I'd hate to put it into a corner and be like medical medical marijuana and it's just like I like it period I don't want to have to honestly don't want to have to have a script to smoke it it
1: should just be legal for
2: adult use yeah yeah and, and yeah, and I don't, I don't think that we should have to hide behind the term medical to make it okay. Um, you know, it's, it's the, we we use the term, a lot of people use the term in order to be able to introduce it in a new form to other people, um, and, and to legitimize it. But I hate, I hate to personally feel like I have to legitimize my use of it. Um, because mm-hmm. I, do, yes, I do use it for medical purposes, but then I also do enjoy it. And I also do um you know I have the certain strains that I smoke at certain times a day because I know they are going to affect me in different ways on top of just how my my aches and pains or whatever feel um so it's a uh yeah that's a it's
1: a I think you can be a medicinal user and and an adult use user like there's times that you're using it because it helps you out through the day you're not getting high you're not smoking a lot you're taking a little hit you're taking a little puff off of something because it it helps you focus or it helps you with certain pains or it helps you throughout the day and then at night or whenever you have time that you can you like to use it for adult use where you maybe do a dab or put a lot of keef in there or do five bowls in a row you know <laughs> or you're gonna get high you know because our tolerance is pretty high so you can um And I agree that, unfortunately, we're in states where it's only legal medical. So in order for you to legally consume, you would have to say it's for medicinal use. Mm -hmm. So it's annoying to have people that just want to be able to legally um, consume in one of these states have to try to come up with some kind of medical purpose. Like, what is their qualifying illness for this? You know, and then they're like basically making things up or whatever that's silly that they have you know to do what
0: that. though but i but it really really annoys me because even though we've pushed it into a place where it's medical there's still politicians trying to make caps on 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 medic on our medical marijuana to try to make caps on that and it's just like what that's why i hate for it to have to exist in a medical space because it's just like They're still shitting all over it anyways. Even though it's for medical use, politicians are wiping their ass with it because they're like, oh, well, yeah, people are taking advantage. But how the fuck do you, what do you, what do you mean they're taking
1: advantage? But it is for medical use. Like, yeah, there's people. People that do medical use, but there's people that do medical use. Like it helps them. It helps them with their epilepsy. It helps them. They do the RSO. It helps them with pain and their cancer treatment. There's people that use it medicinally, so
2: it is medical. Part of the problem with I think the the uh, with the term medical is that on, it's not taken seriously in cases where it should be medical. Exactly. Um, so you know, like a. a Kid that's having seizures, and you're rolling concentrate on their the bottom of their foot, and they are all better. Um, you you can't say out loud, you know, oh, cannabis helped my kid. It's medical cannabis uh, that's completely legal that I'm okay to do. You know, you have to come up with all these justifications, and that's that's the part that I don't that I don't mm-hmm. enjoy. Just the fact that it has to be. Um, pocketed into this, this medical thing but th- but then also it just it also you know it's it, it I guess what part of it is is I mean I remember being a kid and I remember people used to say oh that's just mommy's medicine and it's a glass of wine um you know yeah that, that was a very that was very much a thing you know so now it's the exact same thing except it's for cannabis um you know and so it's it's Hard for me in that regard because I do recall that that used to be the the thing, you know, like, oh, how does dad unwind at the end of the day from work? He has a cocktail that's just, you know, that's dad's medicine that makes him feel mm-hmm. better, that elixir or whatever. And, um, so it's uh, it, the it, devil's lettuce, nice,
0: yeah, right? according, according to Mad Men, didn't they used to drink booze and smoke cigarettes all, while all
2: day while working? Up?
0: Yeah, like,
1: what. Yeah. It was normal to drink while at work. Yeah, all day. Crazy.
0: And that was Amy Mothercraft. You can find her on Instagram at Amy Mothercraft. Please follow her. She's very fun. If you like us, you'll love her. Um thank you so much for sticking with us and listening to the Pot Smoking Moms. We appreciate you guys.
1: Thank you. We love as- you guys. We love
0: you guys. <laughs> We especially love Yanni Reyes, Destiny Adams, Lauren Hadsel, Jesse Reyes, Christy Rodriguez, April Collins, Terry Grimsley. Grimsley? I said that right. Shelby yeah. Gleckler and our buddies, <laughs> Antibody Apparel. Please also check and follow them out. Um, we appreciate them for believing in the pot smoking moms and being our first sponsor. <laughs> on the show. So thanks so much for listening. We're, we're so happy that you spent some time with us. Anything else you'd like to add, Captain J?
1: No, not really. <laughs> Just hope to see you guys at 420 Fest and, um, and online and we we'll, and the patrons on our Zoom sesh. I can't wait for that.
0: Yeah. So see you soon. See how high is? I can barely see your <laughs> eyes. <laughs> this thing! Me up! Hasta la vista, baby!